Grace and peace to you, and thank you for showing up. We began our time with the song Again and Again by the Many. This Lenten refrain invites and helps us give voice to our deepest laments, while also pointing us to hope. This is a time for creating space to pause, to center yourself, to be present to the Spirit of God in your life. This is a time for you, and there is nothing you need to do 
but to just be here. You've shown up and listen. Our reflections, art, and readings today come from the collective ministry, A Sanctified Art, with the Lenten theme of Again and Again. As we begin today, I invite you to place a hand over your heart and take three deep breaths, saying these words to yourself, Kyrie eleison, Christe eleison, Kyrie eleison. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Come back to these words if your mind or thoughts wander. Take a deep breath and repeat Kyrie eleison, Christe eleison, Kyrie eleison. Again and again, we are reformed. Every week is a new week. Another chance to say, here I am, use me. Every day is a new day. Another chance to say, thank you for yesterday. Thank you for tomorrow. Every hour is a new hour. Another chance to remember that God is here that the Holy Spirit is at work in your life, and that through Jesus we receive grace upon grace forevermore. Every day we are reminded again and again that God makes us new and that we do not come to this place to stay the same. We come to this place to be changed and to let us remember that God who created yesterday will create tomorrow and even now is creating something new in you and in me and in all of creation. Today's reading comes from Jeremiah, the 31st chapter, verses 31 through 34. And I will be reading it from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. As I read these words from Hebrew scriptures, I invite you to pick out a word or phrase that stands out for you today. Hear these words. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant that I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, a covenant that they broke. Though I was their husband, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No longer shall they teach one another or say to each other, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. As I read the scripture a second time, I invite you to reflect on the promises of God given in these ancient words through the prophets. 
The days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant that I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. A covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, says the Lord. But this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No longer shall they teach one another or say to each other, Know the Lord. For they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. As I read these words a third time, I invite you to think about or reflect on the question, where do you see evidence of God's sustaining love and grace that comes to us? again and again in the scriptures. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant that I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, a covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No longer shall they teach one another or say to each other, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. In the comment section of the Facebook post for this podcast, you will see an image drawn by Lauren Wright Pittman. This digital image is titled, Written on Our Hearts. And here is the reflection on this piece from Reverend Lauren Wright Pittman. She writes, The events of 2020 have made me keenly aware of the brokenness of humanity. We can't seem to see past ourselves, neglecting our neighbor and undoing creation. We repeat past patterns and the low moments of history keep echoing again and again. We point fingers, shrug responsibility, and we turn our back on God, widening the chasm between this world and the coming kingdom. God's frustration and disappointment are palpable in this text. A covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, we hear in verse 32. I think it's important to sit with that for a bit. God has gifted us everything, our lives, this wonderful world, and we can be so forgetful and ungrateful. Despite humanity's constant breaking of covenants, God continues to seek reconciliation and pours out grace upon grace. Why not let this grace transform us? It is in receiving God's grace, responding in gratitude, and offering grace to others that God forms us into what we are made to be. God saves us from ourselves, writing the way on our hearts, and gives unlimited chances to get it right. 
It's clear we can't keep the covenant on our own, so God steps in, offering and fulfilling the covenant at once. What a gift. In this image, I drew an anatomical heart with the words, I will be their God, and they shall be my people. The heart is surrounded by covenantal imagery, including the stars imagining the vastness of Abraham's descendants. The parted seas on the journey to the land flowing with milk and honey, and the rainbow signaling God's promise to all of creation. It creates a beautiful kaleidoscope of stories that define our pilgrimage with God. The common thread throughout these narratives is that when we mess up, God is ready with a promise again and again. Again and again, we are reformed. As we move closer to the cross this week, hear this promise for your life. Despite our wonderings, despite our distractions, despite wrong turns time and time again, we are known and loved by God. Like a lighthouse keeper by the sea, God will never stop waving his home. Our fragile bones are held by the Creator. Our fragile hearts are loved by the Great Creator. Our tender spirits are forgiven by the Great Creator. Today is a new day. Again and again we are forgiven. Again and again we are reformed. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Holy God, Scripture tells us that your word is written on our hearts, but we struggle to hear it. Is it possible that we have covered up your words with our own self-narratives? Is it possible that we have erased your truth to write our own? Is it possible that we have forgotten your words entirely? Take us back to the beginning. Remove the self-talk that distracts. Clear away the cobwebs of doubt. Show us how to look inside ourselves for your truth and then write on our hearts once more. We are listening. We are hopeful. We are here. Speak now. Amen.